0: Hey, 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 what's going on? Happy Friday, everyone. You've tuned into another episode of Youth Development What's Working and What's Not. I'm Jackie Tyra. Hey, how are you, ma'am? You know, I'm okay. I wish it wasn't raining, but I'll take it over the snow. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And our co-host just had a birthday. Woo woo do do yes. Come on, birthday. Yeah. We love birthdays. How was it? <laughs> it was nice. It was real chill. It was chill. Um, but it was on Monday. Right. So I was off of work and okay. went to a comedy show. Let me tell you. Um homegirl, uh, I call her homegirl I don't really know her personally <laughs> but she gives homegirl vibes, uh, Lisa Beasley or Lisa B. Evolving um, was at the Laugh Factory on, Friday, on Monday evening mm. um, yeah cause that's when my birthday was child <laughs> 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 on Monday evening and she is hilarious Mm-hmm. Um, I would highly recommend, highly recommend her show. Awesome, awesome. So we're glad that you had an awesome time for your birthday. Did you only have your day off, or you took the whole week? No, I only had my day off Partly because, uh, you know, I had a couple of days out When I was sick, you guys, with COVID So I had a lot of days out But then also, um, you know, after that I was like, oh, I'm still going on this trip That I planned to New Orleans, honey Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So actually during Halloween I had a couple of days off too So what I've decided though, Jackie Is that Mm -hmm. I am going to take and plan One day off of work every month Okay, um, so in the new year, y'all, I might not have you know any solo dates. That was my solo date on my birthday. I went to the comedy show by myself mm-hmm. um and ha- and I was very intentional about um just going and having a good time and laughing right, and smiling and enjoying that show. but I think that I'm, i' might I might have to jump on the solo date bandwagon in twenty twenty three child,'. because <laughs> That was the most fun I had in a long time. Listen, I love solo dates. Do you understand? So, like for my birthday, I went and I got, I got a massage. Um, I took myself out to lunch, and then I went to uh, a candle making class. So yes. I'm solo I dating candle making class. Huh, I said, tell us about the candle making class. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it was. Um, okay, so it was like near the water tower. Eight was the it was in 900 North Michigan, it was in that building because you know there's like a whole bunch of um different uh buildings around uh the water tower. So it was through uh Reggie Hawthorne. Um, he has a studio, I believe it's on the fourth floor in 900 North Michigan. Beautiful, beautiful studio. It was awesome. I did, I always just wanted just to, because uh, I love candles. I'm definitely a, a candle person. So I said, I am going to do that. Something i never done before. I said, like, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to do it. It was very, very nice. Cool, cool. Very nice. So I'm definitely on the solo date bandwagon. <laughs> what, is, what has been your favorite solo date place? or thing that you do solo day, but well, when the weather was better, when it was warmer, I used to love going, hitting the, um, the lakefront at 6. AM, just walking around the beach at 6. AM. That was like my thing. Cause you go out there, you know what I'm saying? Spend some time with the Lord, mm-hmm. or just go out there and chill, whatever. It. I'm telling you, I, I didn't really realize because um, I just started doing that basically until this year. How many people be out there and out there early? I thought six was early. Then people, they be out there at like five. Really? You know, four. And and you know what the, they look like? They look like they are just walking and running the week off. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like they had some sort of stressful meeting or they just needed just to go somewhere and decompress. And apparently the lakefront was that place for them. Mm, that's interesting I know um you know uh we talked about uh you know health and the health journey that you were on and I mentioned um you know starting running last oh not last year 2020 mm-hmm. <laughs> the shelter in place, and then you know your girl decided I- I'm not a runner <laughs> mm-hmm. but I will go for a good walk right uh, and I do. I I wouldn't be out there that early, child. Five o'clock and six o'clock. That is really early for me. But um, I do remember just like a lot of people being out, especially in the summer months, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but now every so often I see like a couple people not on the lakefront uh, per se, but like as I'm driving in the morning, I see a couple people out running. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in the neighborhood, and I'm just like, ooh, y'all better than me because it's too cold. <laughs> Absolutely. Now that I don't get my friend, she was trying to say because I did, um, I did a 5K in the summer, mm-hmm. and my friend, because I asked her to do it with me, and, I, and she couldn't go that day, so she was like, "I'm ready to do it." My child it's cold. <laughs> not in the not in the winter. No, no. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But but they do have. Uh, they do I have events, yes, they do have all that stuff. And I said, Mm-mm. No, ma'am, <laughs> no, ma'am, <laughs> not for you, not for me either. <laughs> oh, mm, mm, mm. I don't like being cold as it is, so you definitely finna get me out there sweating, sweating mixed with cold air. That just doesn't sound healthy to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, um, the person that I saw this morning, um, and I, the it. It kind of like it didn't strike me by surprise because I actually knew the person. I just didn't know they lived in this neighborhood. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but the person I saw this morning had on like a full coat and <laughs> mm-hmm. a hat, and I was just thinking like that looks so uncomfortable. But you know, to each his own. Get in, you know, your your health regimen, how, however you can. No judgment. <laughs> they were Which, running though. Yes, they were running. Like, well, no, maybe like a slow a slow jog. <laughs> Mm-hmm. With a full hat and scully on and I was just like I mean a full uh coat and scully on. I was just like, Okay, well, you know, clearly they they that's you know how they again get their stress off maybe, or that's how they're taking care of their body. So to each his own. man mm. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> well, I mean, so whatever, uh and, and you know, it's about to be the end of the year, so people may uh be establishing like different goals, and one of them may be like their health goals I just well for me this this is me um for me, when I decide to do something I want to like make like a quote unquote goal or whatever um I don't wait until january mm-hmm. so for me, um uh, my new year starts on my birthday for me hey. Hey. So so, I've been in my new year for a little over a month now. So I, I actually I, I look back and I say, okay, because I turned forty one, right? 41. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. 41 every time I tell somebody <laughs> that they 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 just don't believe me. But well, I don't know if it's it's the height or whatever. But every time I tell somebody they don't believe me. But um, but yeah, every time. My birthday rolls around. Uh, I always think back until you know what I accomplished in the previous year, so I don't wait until um, January first mm-hmm. to say, "Okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, or whatever." So, one of the major things um, that I had, and this is not what we're talking about, y'all. We just, you know, kind of like just just chit-chatting right now. Um, one of the major things that I know that I wanted to get off of me before my new year was to lose that amount of weight that I wanted to lose Mm -hmm. right and so you know to god be the glory I was able to do that yeah yeah I was able to do that and it's crazy because again you know with you well I work from home you know the majority of the time I'm only going in like once a week now and it's crazy because you know when COVID happened, you know, everybody, a lot of people talk about, you know, how how much weight they gained during COVID this and that or whatever. But it's, but it's even to me, it's a little bit more weird if your habits didn't change during COVID, meaning like you didn't start eating crazy or, you know, anything like that to where you would, it would dawn on you that you're gaining weight. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because my, To me, my eating didn't change, but it was just the fact that I was at home working from home, literally going from my bed to my living room to work and then back to my bed. So (laughs) I wasn't really, you know, literally getting that much physical activity. And when I looked up, I was 40 pounds heavier. Ooh, can I ask a question? So Mm -hmm. you, before the pandemic, before shelter in place, you were Ubering to work or taking uh CTA? CTA. Okay. What I noticed when um, I started back driving, so for a while, um, I was working on the west side. This was years ago, you all. Uh, maybe about uh, four or five. Mm-mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you said Mm-mm. My math ain't <laughs> <laughs> uh, But from two thousand. Thirteen, the end of two thousand thirteen until um the middle of two thousand fifteen, I was working on the web like on a different side of town. I had to take CTA, and one of the things I noticed is that once I started driving again, then I picked up a little bit away, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something about like having to, you know, I'm not sure if you were taking a train or taking, you know, the bus, but something about having to like physically get to. Um, the bus or the train station. uh, I felt like was helping me maintain a certain weight. Mm -hmm. But y'all, I will say I did not gain any weight during the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Until about twenty twenty (laughs) one. Not until. (laughs) See, I was about to. (laughs) Until the end of. Yeah, until towards the end of the year, uh, 2020, and then going into 2021. Mm-hmm. So my my journey, my um, you know, process is very much newer. I'm trying to like think about ways that I can remain active and not like I do a lot of stress eating and snacking. And mm. you know, once you're working at a computer, you like start having these cravings and you know urges to snack so that's who I am y'all <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah stress eating that 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 that's a thing apparently because uh, I think somebody else I think I was having a conversation with somebody else and they talked a lot about that stress eating per se I mean I don't know maybe you know maybe we'll have some sort of health person maybe one episode we'll talk about that I think that'd be a pretty dope thing um, okay. like, so like what's that that's about that would be real cool. Like have a nutritionist or somebody on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll 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 toy around with that. We'll play around with that. See what that looks like. Um. So okay. So Tyra and I. We I mess with Tyra all the time because I mess with her because she's she, to me she's minister evangelist Tyra or whatever. And so. Um. <laughs> See, I mean that's. I mean, y'all I don't know see, she, we just started already. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know if she's confessed to the ministry or what. I don't know, but but I, that's just what I coin. That's just what I deem her as, right? <laughs> um, but um, so I've heard her often on either on her podcast, same as plug. Uh, go go subscribe to Win Queens Link. Either on her podcast or sometimes she posts like on her um. Uh, Instagram or whatever social media, she often talks about this phrase, leading with grace, right? And I thought if this wasn't the first time, you know, that I've heard her talk about it, but um, actually it was maybe like, probably like over a year now or so um, when she, when I heard her like even mention that phrase and we talked about that a little bit, but can you um, give us like a, a little mini definition on what what was your thought process when you um kind of like put that phrase out there so leaning over grace is just this idea um that when you're in a uh I won't say a position of power but when you're in a position where you have to lead others um, it could be your household, it could be work, it could be, um, you know, in the classroom. It's the thought that my interactions, I'm going to be the type of person who interacts with people from a space of grace mm-hmm. um, and that I'm going to, you know, my behavior and my um, reactions and the way I, again, interact with people, my forethought is to come from a place of extending grace Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of the biggest things that kind of helped me you know kind of think through this concept is there was a point in time where um, well one I was at a organization that was uh, professed to be uh, Christian believing and you know Christian based um, and faith based and I recognized that a lot of the leadership, even though that was the doctrine of, you know, or so quote unquote doctrine of the organization, a lot of the leadership weren't actually, um, acting in, you know, in, in the most graceful manner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And many times, um, there was a lot of backbiting, um, amongst, you know, some of the people that worked in the same space, there was, um, just this, Oh, um, cloud, so to speak, Uh, a cloud, you know, to give you a visual, um, like a negative cloud over, um, the, the, the coworkers, (laughs) the the people that I was working with. And one of the things that, um, you know, really, again, kind of helped me is having, being able to kind of piggyback off of um, a a friend that I had that worked at the same space Um, and us being very intentional about inviting um, people into uh, an atmosphere that we're setting the tone. Right. And we are um, trying to be peace bearing and trying to be the peacekeepers, but then also uh, putting ourselves in um, the mindset that no matter what else somebody comes into our space with, we are going to be the ones that turn negatives into positives, if that makes sense, and turn um, what could be a very tense and overwhelming environment back into a space that uh, people want to be in and want to actually, you know, do do work in and come together for a common cause. And the best thing that, uh, you know, kind of came out of this idea of leading with grace is uh, me understanding that as long as I had that at the forefront, my days ended up being much smoother. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I love that because, well, for, for first, let me, I guess I'm gonna be interviewing Tyra tonight. Let me <laughs> ask, I'm gonna be like her. So, can I ask, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> can I ask? <laughs> Oh, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my inner Tyra cause she, she, she does interviews way better than I do. So, um, do you think that that is common practice for people that are in leadership roles? Because, Um, I know like depending on the setting right you know some environments are very task oriented right Mm -hmm. and some environments they are like really high productive and this that or whatever and so I think sometimes that concept can get like people forget that they're people to me Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm because it's like you don't want nobody talking to you like that right Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so just because you are in a position of authority or whatever I I just I just don't see the need for adults to talk to other adults you know i'm sorry uh, a certain kind of way so do you think that that is that is common that that thought process is commonplace for most leaders and if so why or why not i do not (laughs) okay (laughs) off of off of the bat um and i'm gonna remind me to use a personal example too um, but I do not, partly because um, as and again thinking back to the comedy show. So at the end of the show, for those of you that don't know, um, Lisa Beasley or on Instagram, Lisa B. Evolving, um, she has a couple of different personas <laughs> that she uh, comes out and does as part of her, you know, her shows. And one in particular um, that a lot of people really know her for is for um, Chicago's Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Oh, yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have said that in the beginning. <laughs> I know who you're talking about this. She is hilarious. OK, go ahead. She is so funny and just very, very smart. Right. And I love people who, um, you know, whether you deem yourself an expert in your field or not, but just have like a really strong knowledge of a particular industry um and it's her show is called the unpolitical show right mm-hmm. um but the um her what she was telling you know towards the end she came out as herself right and she was wrapping up the show, and you know, there were a couple of jokes thrown in towards the end um, as she was, you know, just being herself. But one of the reasons why I called her a homegirl is because there were so many things that um, aligned with my experience as an employee for organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those that don't know, I've worked in a lot of nonprofit spaces. Um, I'm sorry, let me say that a different way. <laughs> I've worked in a lot of nonprofit spaces that were, um, very struck very much structured as corporate right mm-hmm. um so for those of us who have worked in any type of corporate setting um there's always this i won't say always and cuz if this is not your experience god bless you right <laughs> Um you're very you're very blessed if this has not been your experience um to be a black person and particularly a black woman in corporate spaces and you know made to feel like you're less than or made to feel like you don't belong or made to feel like you're not enough or made to feel like the way in which you communicate is, less effective because you're straightforward to the point right (laughs) or because you don't have to meet about the meeting so Lisa you know during her wrap-up was kind of talking about that um you know saying that that's kind of her inspiration for a lot of the skits that she does and a lot of the personas that she takes on and then you know she mentioned which I do have to do a little bit more research about this in particular just for my you know for myself but she mentioned you know that our current um, even which is crazy because you know we've had the conversation with uh, the HR doc, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even after the the this mass exodus, right, of people leaving, uh, you know, different industries within the workforce and going to start their own businesses or going to you know work for themselves and become self employed and stuff like that. Um, there is, excuse me, such a um, how did she say this? Such a clear contrast in between slavery and our workforce now mm. um and what she was really trying to point out was like just this uh, very much hierarchical um setup and system where I'm the boss or I'm the um you know quote unquote she didn't say master right but <laughs> I'm the head person right and then everybody kind of trickles down um, and then it's you know just the grueling way that people or at the top expect you know some of the workers in the bottom to produce um, in in sometimes uncanny situations or again very much like slavery in unrealistic ways right to produce um, for that business or for that organization some of the ways that she was describing those parallels I was just like that makes so much sense and then you know I had this conversation with um, one of my colleagues as well even just yesterday just the fact that in America like we are so um, as you said Jackie uh, production focused right Mm -hmm. Um, and we have to be you know the top producer so to speak but in other countries, like um, the workday is set up so much differently that it actually uh, that other countries sometimes are actually better producing <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or actually get more done within a day just because, you know, the nature of the way that they um, have kind of set up their workforce. And again, it's is is different just in terms of his historically as well, because they don't have that same, um, very rigid tie to, a- a- the American slavery system. Um, but just, you know, again, even thinking back, uh, in terms of a personal experience, um, so, you know, y'all know I work for the city of Chicago now a <laughs> mm-hmm. whole announcement um, mm-hmm. that I've done on you know our podcast but one of the things that I notice um is that I have to constantly check in with myself to say wait a minute am I coming from a place of leading with grace am I coming from a place of mistrust am I coming from a place you know as somebody who was a Uh, who was and is, you know, an advocate and has always been like a community organizer, I constantly have to check myself and how I'm talking to even, you know, people who work outside of our department, I mean, outside of my office, but in other departments, right? In the similar similar area, work area as I. And I had an interesting conversation with, um, you know, somebody, hmm, maybe on Tuesday and, you know, the, this particular person said, Hey, you know, we had this conversation and I really felt like you were trying to um, boss up on me and (laughs) Mm -mm. that, that phrasing. And after, you know, they kind of said what else they had to say. I was like, you know, I wasn't actually trying to boss up on you. I really just needed you to see me. Right. I needed you. But if there was anything um, and, you know, I'll, I'll be brief, but I, you know, I had to say to her, you know, if that's how you feel, if that's what you experienced, if that's, you know, um, it because that's what you experienced while you were, you know, interacting with me, I apologize for that, because that's not what I meant. That's not what I intended. And I never want anybody to feel less than when they're, you know, in my presence. So there are times where even like, Leading with grace comes after the fact, if that makes sense, and being able to say, you know what, I don't want anybody to experience the negative experiences that I have in the past, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes to work or when it comes to, again, even family. There are times where, um, even with my daughter, right, she's uh, she just made eight, so <laughs> her birthday is uh, right before Jackie's. <laughs> all right, all right, yep, so she just made. And there are times where, um, y'all yeah, I know, I, yeah, I, I talk about on this platform trying to uh, create a child and, you know, nurture a child that's comfortable uh, speaking up for herself. Right. So there are times, even, you know, we're talking and I, I, I tend to get like really excited about things. Um, so I might ask her about her. So like i'm asking her too many questions in the middle of her trying to convey you know how her day was and she'd be like mom you interrupted me and i'm just mm-hmm. like "Ooh, i have to take that right mm-hmm. <laughs> i have to take that and try to redirect and you know try to change that behavior that is giving the other person you know the the negative experience mm-hmm. um, so i think you know we how can i say this we are such like i said the this this country and this system is such that it prides itself on this big P word produce and production right mm-hmm. Oftentimes we forget like Jackie said we do forget people um, or individuals are people right they come with feelings they come with their own set of traumas they come with their own things that they're trying to be healed from and anything could be a trigger you know for something mm-hmm. um, as they're engaging with you and my most, uh, affirming and most fulfilled experience with, with people are, you know, um, experiences where we both feel like, okay, you may have done something that offended me, but I can actually talk to you about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I might be thinking that you're trying to intentionally harm me, but I can talk to you about it. Right. So there's, there's this, Um, there's this atmosphere that's been created where, um, you know, no matter what happens in the space, even if it is, you know, a negative thing that, uh, both parties involved or, you know, all the parties involved, if it's more than two people, right. Are able to speak freely about whatever that interaction was that did the harm, um, Or, you know, sometimes it's not intentional, right? And that the other person gets to say, hey, that's not exactly what I was trying to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And be able to be, you know, very forgiving. And again, grace bearing on the other side of that too. Mm -hmm. I love that. I was thinking uh, when, um, as you were talking, um, that we are, like when people leave us, you know, they have experienced us. So we, we all are some sort of experience, right, you know, for each other. Mm -hmm. So um, for those who don't know, I recently facilitated a workshop at the Chicago Urban League. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, And we were talking about, like, uh, post-secondary planning and, you know, basically kind of like in a nutshell, uh, I had, like, a, a group of young people And there was some adults in the room or whatever, but we mostly were talking about what the future looks like, right, you know, from from their eyes, from their perspective or whatever. And so um, I mentioned uh, how, like, when we were coming up, uh, we didn't have too much of that conversation about the future in terms of um, there being, uh, a leading with grace, if you will. I mean, it was like, no, you're going to do this. This is the right way to go. This, that and, that, and so our feelings weren't all the time, um, considered in the conversation. Right. And I'm, I'm making it that you know, now that the Lord has, you know, opened more opportunities for me to, uh, 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 my passion for uh, post-secondary education, you know, in other settings, that I want to make sure that when I am doing these, you know, workshops or whatever they are uh, with different groups, especially young people, that I too, now that we are talking about this, lead from a space of grace in terms of me not, I make it a, a very intentional point to not shoot down any idea mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what they're uh, what they want to do for the future, like okay, you know that's that's cool. And I think that's why you know sometimes that a lot of uh, young people they gravitate uh toward me as far as like in that conversation, in that I don't judge what they're saying. So it's just like okay, you know, okay, that's cool. Let's see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And if and if you once we actually go through and hash out, lay out all on the table what this desire or what this idea looks like then then you can make a more informed decision as to go you know left or right but i don't automatically just shoot down your idea and say that's trash or or whatever you know uh, i mean unlike unfortunately you know how we uh, sometimes um experience that you know what i'm saying oh you want to be you know you want to be this you want to be that what, what, what how how you think you're going to make money doing that or whatever and and just because we may not be familiar with it right you know that doesn't mean that that young person has not thought that out Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that they have that they don't have more uh, obviously they have more knowledge about in that particular uh field than what we do right so it's not productive to me it's not productive to just be shooting down ideas uh that our young people bring up and also on on the flip side to that it's not healthy for us as adults that did not get the same opportunity Mm -hmm. um, that our young people have to be trying to live vicariously through our young people Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so just so so because you wanted to go to law school but unfortunately you know either you something happened to where you couldn't go or or whatever you know um now you're pushing your child to go to law school whatever that's something that you want to do but you when they clearly have said that's not what I'm interested in that's not what I want to do whatever but you keep I'm just using this as an example y'all uh but you keep you know um pushing that notion that idea onto your young people because again you are living vicariously through them okay if I can live this out I'm expecting my young person to do so can we do a quick uh, role play? <laughs> sure. Oh, wait, okay, wait, 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 before so I say important. sure, who am I? <laughs> I think, so you're going to be the, um, the, uh, you're going to be the facilitator. Okay. So, Because I think this is so important. And, you know, you and I had this conversation about, you know, your experience. I would like to be, just for kicks and giggles. <laughs> I would like to be the disgruntled adult. Okay. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> okay. W- what we talking about? So, Oh no, no. Okay. So yeah, we're talking about, um, uh, pat- career pathways. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of your young people has just mentioned, you know, a route that they want to go into that might be a little unorthodox or might not be, you know, as, um, and I've been having this conversation too about, um, You know, my work area being something that a lot of Black people don't really have access to, don't really have exposure to. So just pick a field that you feel like, you know, is one that people who are older than us particularly don't really encourage young people to go into. Entertainment. (laughs) Okay, that's a good one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So... Uh, okay. Facilitator. What was the, what's something that, you know, uh, a young person might say as they're saying, oh, I want to go into entertainment. Okay. So they may say something like, you know, I want to have my own, um, YouTube channel, or I'm thinking about, you know, starting, uh, um, doing like several videos, whether it be TikToks or something like that on, on clothing. Something like that, right? I want to use TikTok or I want to use um, uh, YouTube to introduce my new clothing line. Okay, this is me as an adult who is not leading from grace. So, baby, how do you feel like you are gonna make money for that? And you don't know the first thing about filming, or you don't know how to you don't know how to stitch a, a hem. How are you gonna do this? <laughs> well, actually, you know, I have been uh, uh, going over. Uh, uh, I've been watching like different videos and I've been like taking like uh, watching different um things about editing. Oh, well, you haven't gone to school for this. How are you gonna sustain yourself on this type of uh career choice? So actually, this is not necessarily something that you have to actually get a degree in per se, you know, but this this particular field, you know it's, it's been very lucrative. it's been very um, um, uh popular. For a lot of young oh, people. Oh, so to- you're going the popular route. Okay, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> okay, I get it now. You're just doing what you see everybody else doing. I get <laughs> it now. I get it. It's it's not that I'm doing no, but I have a passion. I have a passion for uh uh for designing my own clothes. I have a passion for uh, uh designing my own websites and making my own videos and different things like that. So I know that I could be able to uh, uh bring out. Uh, this business where I can make it, make it successful because now there are various avenues and different opportunities for me to make this successful. Are you going to be able to retire doing this? Are you going to be able to uh sustain yourself? How are you going to be able to pay your bills off of this? Actually, I right. could, actually I could, you know, it, it this, this wouldn't take me if I plan this outright, it wouldn't take me 40 years to retire. Oops. And then we and I, we can stop right there. And <laughs> I, we can stop right there. <laughs> but no key, no for real though, no, because you there are there are, and and I hope that you know the young people that are doing very well via these social media platforms, whether they are YouTube, uh, TikTok or whatever, Instagram, or whatever that is getting you know um paid you know, via, via these different platforms or whatever, that they do have some wise counsel around them mm-hmm. to where that allow them to leverage, you know, the, the money that they're getting, because, of, I mean, let's just be honest, even though we may feel a little salty about it, right? You know, some of these kids are are not kids. Some of these, um, um, young people, these young adults are bringing in money. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's just the bottom line. They are. Well, let's be honest about it. Some of them are actual actual children. You know Ryan is a multimillionaire, okay? That is true. <laughs> that is true. Okay. And after his YouTube channel, that little boy has made millions of dollars with toys and like a whole cartoon like type of brand. Like so I do I I completely agree with what you're saying like there are definitely young people, um adults too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who are really making, you know, making, going beyond making ends meet, right, um, mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry. And it's funny that you said, you know, whether we're salty about it or not. I always think about, like, if I had actually, like, been thinking about YouTube when I was in college, child, I would have been, like, what, at least, ooh, let me not age myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would have, you know, had been able to really have a presence there. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that you look back on and think, "Mm, was that a missed opportunity? Um, Did we not just, again, did we just not have enough exposure? Um, Mm -hmm. Did we just not have enough people advising us on how to do this? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a different, that's probably a whole nother podcast too. When we think about like career pathways and career development and workforce um, and the economy, I heard somewhere on, um, On one of these social media platforms that uh, a lot of the apps that we use for entertainment purposes, like TikTok, like Instagram, they are platforms that in other countries, particularly China, where it's more information sharing, right? Or for... for, I won't say tutorials, but it's more educate, uh, more of an educational focus, right? Okay, that they pump out, um, you know, all of the entertainment stuff <laughs> to America. So while we're sitting here thinking that we're, you know, such a productive company or such a uh, company, Jesus, such a uh, productive. And production focused country is the word, C word I was really looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, While we're sitting here thinking that about ourselves and, you know, uh, from our little uh, limited point of view, other countries are actually using some of these um, tools to actually be more productive and actually, you know, um, push young people into um, brand new careers every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, in, in tying it back to uh, the, the subject for tonight, I think that's where <clears throat> I'm sorry, I think that's where us as adults need to um, settle in into the fact that, you know, our idea of success may not be that of our young persons. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, what I'm saying. OK, I had um, um, when I did the workshop, I had the audience to say aloud. I think I had I had it like um in my little PowerPoint or whatever. But I had it like in big bold letters and I had them to say if I don't want to go to college it's okay. Mm, but but good. yeah I had them say that out loud and I and I even though there was somebody there um a parent and their teenager were there, I say if I don't want to go to college it's okay. But doing nothing is not okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um and there were some um, young people there that were actually in their senior year, and um, they did uh, go over. We did go over um, the different um, uh, requirements that they had for graduation, right? And um, I asked them about the, you know, the very popular one, of course, that CPS has. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, now that they, uh, if you don't know what that, we talked about that like a, a zillion times. You know, and I asked them what was their experience. You know, uh, with that, you know, things or that that directly impacts their ability to graduate. Of course, you know, like different schools have, you know, different uh graduation requirements uh, aside from grades and aside from you know a uh, GPAs and all that jazz, right? And so, a uh, one young lady, she said that actually, um, that it didn't really phase her like that because she already knew. You know what she wanted to do. You know what I'm saying, which was great. You know she already kind of like had um, a focus on where she wanted to be, which was great. Um, not saying that you know that she's you know one out of a million or whatever, but by concern with that is those that get to that the latter part of their high school career and. And doesn't have it figured out just yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying uh and and feel as though that they are being forced into a decision mm. that's 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 my only concern and you know it's interesting because um as we're even th- thinking about leading with grace with our young people right i wonder Are there spaces where, you know, we could be teaching our young people to lead with grace more for themselves, right? And more with each other. Uh, And then even, you know, speaking back, (laughs) there are days where my daughter comes home and she's like, oh, my teacher's so mean, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But are there ways and spaces where our young people could even, uh, you know, be trained to lead with grace uh, for some of their authority figures, (laughs) Mm -hmm. parent or a teacher or a guidance counselor um you know or maybe a social worker in their midst um but one of the things that you said too that uh kind of struck out to me is obviously you know the 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 um requirement right but how are we teaching again how are we teaching our young people to lead with grace from within and not compare themselves to each other in spaces like that, or you know, around um, requirements such as mm-hmm. right? because if I'm in a classroom, or you know, I'll say like a senior class, right? If I'm in a senior class of about 300 people, and everybody is, you know, and the school is, and everybody in our midst is celebrating. 299 of them for going to college right but I'm the mm-hmm. only one who's not how does that make me feel right right I yeah. feel about that yeah um, so there's there's you know some work that I want to start doing too around um, what leading with grace looks like um, you know in- interpersonally um, and within you know within organizations and within certain settings I think that'd be so cool That'd be so cool. I think that should, I don't know if that's even, because like, I don't know how uh, counseling sessions go as far as mm-hmm. like when they go see, I don't know if they're still called guidance counselors or whatever, but when they go see their guidance yeah, counselors. I, I was like, ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it all about, okay, what you're going to do? Da, 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 or is there um, um, a, an element to, you know, how they, how are they processing? Jackie? Okay, I think we have lost Jackie. Yeah, so okay, as we were saying, so um, what was I, what was I saying? I was saying how like, I wonder, uh, with the counseling part, right? Mm -hmm. I wonder, (laughs) is there another element to um, uh to the counseling sessions that young people have um when they go to see their guidance counselor whatever or is it just about more so um the mechanics of like what you want to do you know what I'm saying how many uh, college applications you know how much financial aid did you you know apply for this that and the third and is there really a uh, a conversation around the um the the level of serious not seriousness but like you know what they're about to actually experience once mm-hmm. they leave high the, the comfort of high school if you will mm-hmm. it's so interesting because you could think about that in a number of ways right um for those of y'all that don't know i worked in workforce development and now i'm in economic development right um and community development but one of the my pastimes, right i'm always looking at jobs <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, of that desire to, you know, help people get to where they want to be in life, right? Um, and when as soon as I said guidance counselor, I, there was something that rose up in my spirit, like, wait a minute, who calls it that anymore? <laughs> right. Um, and it's funny because I think um, maybe, you know, around the time that you were in high school or maybe around the time that I was in high school, I feel like that's, uh, that's the pivotal point when they started becoming college counselors. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember there being anybody who was called a guidance counselor per se at my school at, you know, at Hyde Park when I was going there. Um, and to be honest, (laughs) I have not seen, um, you know, we, we talk about the, the lack of, um, capacity, for, especially around CPS, when we're thinking about, like, social workers or psychologists and therapists, right? I think it's, um, you know, we, we can't have this conversation without talking about, you know, the differences and um, it, it just in need, right? So we have been pushing college for such a long time, right, um, within schools that... Again, the name change is 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 something that rings out as a as a you know a pivotal moment. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that you know we often don't recognize is that a lot of our young people need advisements outside of academics, right? Yes. They come to school seeking that because they may or may not get it at home or because of um, you know just various reasons that they might feel connected with some of the people at school because rightfully so they spend you know however many uh, sometimes six depending on uh, what grades you're in sometimes six to as many as you know nine ten hours a day at school if they're in after school program or before school programming right Mm -hmm. so it just, uh, I think, you know, it, it goes to say that there needs to be some more research done on, um, especially after the pan- after I would say after the shelter in place time, right? After, um, you know, uh, remote learning <laughs> mm-hmm. out of the pandemic, um, being able to kind of look at um, some data that shows, you know, where young people feel safest at again. hmm um, and who they go to in terms of the adults around them or even, you know, their friends um, in terms of where they're seeking counsel from or where they're seeking guidance from. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's so good. Um, yeah, so you've tuned in Youth Development, What's Working and What's Not, uh, Safe Space for Youth Advocates to Share Their Strategies and Their Challenges to Supporting Youth, um, be sure, yo, know, you all are following us on our social media platforms: Facebook, Youth Development, what's working and what's not, and on Instagram, YDWW Chicago. So, uh, as we begin to wrap up, and Tyra has, you know, again uh, done such an eloquent uh, job in terms of giving us the the great definition around the concept of leading with grace and I certainly um, appreciate her for that. So my well, takeaway, <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 very myself. So my takeaway again, um, as I said earlier, don't forget that people are people mm-hmm. and that, and that, and that you're a person. Do we forget that, that we're, You know, as we, you know, elevate in life and, you know, we move from position to position or, you know, we get this, that, and the third or whatever, at the end of the day, you're a person, Mm -hmm. right? You are going to go the same route. Well, I I, I ain't going to say that because I don't know. Um, But eventually we we are going to all have to meet the Lord at the end, right? You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? However way that's going to be, you know, saying so. We're, we're people right and so in that um regardless of how you um um maneuver through life just don't forget that you're a person that's my little takeaway i would piggyback off of that one of the things that um you know i didn't talk a lot about in the way of you know adults and adulting mm-hmm. <laughs> um is being um self aware enough to understand when you need to extend that grace to yourself mm mm-hmm. um and one of the things as you were talking um and you know as you kept saying like r- recognizing that you are a person right that you're a person too, um uh, I think a lot of times as adults, we forget that we're not God mm. um. And, you know, adulting comes with everything that it comes with, right? So there's the tendency to want to be in control of everything or want to, you know, be able to control outcomes of situations. And I think one of the biggest things that um, lear- learning how to lead with grace has taught me is that I can also learn to give myself grace, right? I can learn um, and, and become comfortable with saying, you know, I made a mistake. And what am I doing to learn from that, right? And what am I doing to, you know, if it's uh if it has it has been uh consistent behavior, <laughs> what am I doing, you know, to be able to um change that behavior, right? To uh, kind of upgrade myself, right? Better myself or if it was a one-off mistake to be able to say, you know, that's something that's out of my character. Or something that, um, you know, maybe I just didn't have enough of the tool set, right? The toolkit uh, or the resources at that time and recognize, oh, this is something that I'm not going to have to experience again. Or this is something that I'm going to make a conscious effort to not make this mistake again. But I made it and I'm, you know, I'm okay that I made it because everybody makes mistakes (laughs) Mm -hmm. outside of God, right? Outside of, you know, the perfect example. but. Yeah, I would just say, you know, being, being okay with, you know, knowing that you're a person, as Jackie said, right? Mm -hmm. Being okay with not having to um, always have the right answer or the perfect answer or be in control of um, what's happening. Mm -hmm. That is so good. As always, as always. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. so Oh, no, no, no. Wait. What? What what you doing on the 17th? Listen. (laughs) Tell me where you going to be on December 17th. Uh, Okay. Let me pull up the flyer. So, yes, I will be a part of a panel discussion December 17th at New Day Ministries. This is in conjunction with the Chicago Urban League. So, they have asked us back you know uh for their developing the leaders of tomorrow resource fair and network symposium that's a long title but <laughs> yeah but it is uh developing the leaders of tomorrow and resource fair network symposium so this would be December 17th from 12 to 6 Twelve thirty-six. I'm sorry. Um, thirty-eight hundred one West Eighty-third Place in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I will be again on the panel discussion, which is taking place from two forty-five to three forty-five. Come and hang out with us. It says the purpose of the Urban Youth Car- Career Academy, or the UYCA. Resource fair and networking symposium will be to connect UYCA participants, employment opportunities, transformative knowledge, career pathways, and tools to succeed. Our goal will be to connect young adults to resources that aid upward mobility, life-enhancing opportunities. The resource fair will be uh, will also feature ooh, professional headshots, mm. professional clothing, networking breakout sessions, and so much more. So you love it yes 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 I th- thank you for the plug thank you for the plug I <laughs> think about it. no problem Jane. yeah you know you, you deserve a moment to shine too okay <laughs> well, you know, I'm try- listen i'm trying I, I i really am trying that's that's every time uh i talk to somebody like about or they hear about different things that you know that the lord is blessed me with different opportunities i say I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying you're doing girl you're doing you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes ma'am thank you thank you All right, y'all so we'll catch y'all on some platform (laughs) y'all know it's either this one Facebook Facebook live we're gonna do the Facebook live or IG live we'll catch y'all on some platform but make sure you subscribe and make sure you're following us on all our social media platforms and we will see y'all soon Oh, and child, share. Share this episode when you get done. (laughs) Please share this episode. It will be available within within the hour. So, share this episode, (laughs) y'all. Good night. Good night, everyone.